Welcome to Pondering with Peg, episode 15. Tonight's podcast is being recorded at Paris Study in Chester Heights, PA. Tonight's podcast is going to be an open discussion. I thought it would be interesting to let the discussion go where it may. Some of the best conversations are had around a kitchen table, and we happen to be sitting at a kitchen table in a Victorian house. What a great place for a conversation. So tonight, it's Melinda's here with me, and Allison has joined us. Uh And we're just going to open it up and and chat. This is Allison's first time at Paris Study, so we're talking a little bit about the spirits here and um, if we've seen them and experienced them. So is there anything anybody wants to start the conversation with? or? the only thing that I've really experienced spirit-wise here is I've I've felt a lot of stuff. I don't I've never seen anything here, mm-hmm. um, but I've felt things. And of course, you hear stuff. It's an old house. You're going to hear stuff. Right. But because it's been a spiritually like based place for so long, and there's been so much um, activity here with people trying to find things out, trying right. to see things. Right. You know, there's been different people doing recordings and different things here at different times that it's it's kind of got a lot of activity. Hi. Hey, Karis. Karis is joining us. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've felt the same thing. I've seen a couple things here more outside than inside mm-hmm. um, and felt a lot in here, but I never feel anything negative. It's always very positive and I'm sure the spirits get some help here too when they hear some of the conversations. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they don't remain stuck after. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Allison, you said you're interested in the paranormal. Yes, I and am. And then you're a tarot card reader too. Yeah. And palmistry. Yes. Which do you prefer, the palmistry or the tarot card? I like um, palmistry. I'm particularly interested in uh, chirology. Um, oh yeah the study of maybe a person's psyche based on the lines on their hand and how that can change over time. Very cool. Yeah, Yeah, that is cool. cool. Yeah. So they do change. People don't realize that. Yeah. They, they fingerprint you and that's it. Yeah. The dramatic glyphics stay the same, but the lines on your hands change over time. And I think that's a, that's very interesting that shows the human you know, capacity for change. We're not locked. Mm-hmm. Right. Place. Now, is there a difference between the right and left hand? Yes. So which is... Is one path, one what you come in with and one what you've done, or how does that work? The way I've learned it is the dominant hand is more the side of yourself that you um, present to the world, mm-hmm. and then the other hand, your passive hand, is more internal, so perhaps what a stranger might not see, um, or perhaps you might not yourself realize. So it, it's really interesting sometimes to see differences between mm-hmm. hands. <laughs> Like, I know wow. what's going on in this hand. Tell me about this one. Right, <laughs> right. What do you see here? Does that worry you too much? What is that? <laughs> well, that's why, like, you know, over the years, like, you always look at your dominant hand, mm-hmm. and then I've noticed that the other hand is quite different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Now, I've, I've done different things with palm stuff, but the main thing that I've ever noticed is the way down here, this, this changes a lot, right at the base of your hand where my wrist is. That changes, it's, mm-hmm. and and it seems like as it separates, there's a, there's an aspect of where I might have kind of, and it, they're different on both hands, but spread myself away from certain things, you know, or closed up about certain things. That makes sense, actually, because are you talking about the central line in your hand? Yeah, down in here, where it comes yeah. down to the wrist. Interesting. That's more of your life path line, kind of your direction mm-hmm. in life, how strong you have a sense of, of the future. And it can, um, if it's branching closer to your thumb, mm-hmm. it'll often mean, you know, more of influences in your home or your upbringing or your environment that's influencing how you see the future for yourself. And then if it comes from the other direction, it's very much you're creating this, your um, future for yourself, your perception of the future for yourself. That's mm-hmm. that's how I learned it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, people are just like, oh, you know, it's, there's so much to them. I mean, with the with the palms, it's, it's really, it is a little bit of a science. 
It, it is. Um, Trilogy. Uh, I read about it in a, in a book and I wanted to learn more about it, so now I have a textbook on it and I've been learning more. I, I need to brush up on it. Again, I'm, I've gotten kind of wrapped up in my studies with school, but it's something I'm really interested in and I'm looking forward to getting back into... Future Paris teacher. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when you're done, you know, tell us when you want to teach a class here. You know, Do you work with the triangles at all in the hands too? Uh, I've learned a little bit about the triangles. Again, it's been a while since yeah. I've really read the book front to back. Mm -hmm. um, but but the, do the triangles have meaning? Because I've seen different things that say yes. that different triangles have well, meaning. Certain times. Depends on what which lines are forming them and what mm -hmm. that could potentially mean. Or if it has something to do with a line that's splitting. Mm -hmm. um, Again, I should yes. probably touch upon it. <laughs> You're like, why not more? I'll come back. We'll talk more. <laughs> I just got to review. But that's yeah. neat. That's neat. How long have you been um, reading? I've been reading since um, probably sophomore year of high school. Cool. Uh, tarot cards have been since middle school, actually. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I've How had did you get started? I've had the benefit of having a very supportive mother in this area. Cool. Um, she gave me my first deck of tarot cards and a big yeah. book on how to read it. So I, I guess I've been lucky in that way. And they, she also got me the book on how to read poems because I, cool. I was so I enjoyed the tarot cards yeah. so much. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Yeah, and the tarot cards are really interesting. There's so many details and different ways to read them. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. So much to the picture that can influence interpretation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's, I don't know, I read on a very more intuitive level than a regular traditional tarot level when I read. Because it just sparks all that stuff in my head and I start seeing pictures and mm -hmm. feeling things and just talking about that. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, more. I find it's easier to read intuitively than trying to memorize the what each card means because you're going to see that it's going to mean something to you mm -hmm. different that you're going to relate to that person yeah than what they may, might see or someone else might see in that card yeah yeah and i think it's it's individual some people prefer you know give me the facts and let mm -hmm. me do it that way and other people like like me i'm just like well facts are one thing but what about all this other stuff <laughs> <laughs> you know Cool. So I've been into, I was telling Melissa, I've been, oh, Melinda, Melissa, Melinda, that I've been reading a book about out-of-body experience, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's a neat book. It's called Adventures uh, Beyond the Body by William Bullman, and what I found most exciting is all the things that he has learned by traveling outside of his body, mm -hmm. and how... Um, he was talking about like heaven and how different religions see heaven like they say oh when you die you go and it's you know a golden city and you know whatever your faith tells you mm -hmm. and that because of the mass consciousness that 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 manifests that thinking manifests itself in that for those people. Right, for those people. Mm -hmm. But what's kind of sad is that there's so much more beyond that that they they have to, like, they're there, but they're not realizing there's even more and even, you know, more beauty out there than what they're kind of then trapped in. Not mm -hmm. trapped, but like what they've got, their thinking has put them in a certain place. Kind of like here. Right, exactly. Well, that's what he was saying. Like, on earth, baby. It's all. This is all what we create. Yeah. And you know, you learn. Oh, this is what this is supposed to look like. So it looks like that. And you never seen anything different, so you don't know anything different. Right. And that's what he was saying. Like when he he would go into it, each time was a little different, and and he would meet different people on the way, or or a spirit on the way, like in his travels. But then he would realize that a lot of them were him wow. on the way as well. Mm -hmm. And like how he was meeting himself, but in a maybe a, a more developed state. Yeah. Like he would, at one point he was out in like the, out in the stars and the universe and he realized that everything was that. He was that. That was God there, but that was him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh. 
Because I care. Yeah. This <laughs> is so cool. And he's like, if, when, if people only knew. Oh, he has a whole new meaning. Yeah. The knowledge is power. Yeah. And he said, that's the new, um, like, you know, that's the new, not like, it won't be space travel. It'll be inner travel where we're going to learn to leave the body and go out and explore and that's and learn a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a really good book. Let's it's put a really that on my good. list. Yeah, it's really that is neat. interesting too, and it's it's it makes you, me think at least how you know back before television and radio and all that kind of stuff when people really were I guess not not that they were at a slower pace, but they weren't as influenced by so much. Mm-hmm. That they could listen to things that now we don't hear. There was just yeah. more mindfulness, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. The silence. They they could handle the silence. I don't yeah. think we can. A lot of people. Yeah. Or the stillness. Yeah. I'm not okay with stillness. Yeah. Well, as you yeah, as you yeah. move on, you realize the stillness is I've, awesome. I've but discovered the noise of anything. <laughs> I turn the air conditioner on just until it gets the temperature down where I can fall asleep because I can't stay in the noise. I yeah, know. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind that a calm sound, but yeah, I'm not liking it. Yeah. <laughs> no, now the closest thing that I think I've ever done to out of body that I can think of is um, when I dream and I'm like lying in my dreams mm-hmm. or something like that. There's a level of that that feels so real. You know, yeah. it's it's strange. It's yeah. never quite normal though. There was this one time I I was flying in my dream and I think I was I had the Monopoly guy on my back or something. <laughs> I was gonna go investigate something down by well, the that's shipyard. Okay. Yeah. But he was cool. He yeah, I had the little monogol and stuff. <laughs> you know, he was these were like detectives or something. I don't know. And yeah. also to connect it to dreams, what you said about this person meeting different aspects of themselves. There's mm-hmm. a uh, theory that um, in dreams, everybody that you're interacting with is a different manifestation of yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And even if it's people that you know, it's just different parts of yourself, which makes it interesting. Right. I, mm-hmm. Which, for me, begs the question, I feel like in my dreams, I'm not always myself in character. Like, I'll be a different person or a different character, and I wonder why that is. Because mm-hmm. um, that doesn't seem particularly common. Um, no, I, I've kind of done that too, where I'm just I like, know. I, no, that's not, who am I? You know? right. it's like, but is it, couldn't that, that be that past, past life? life? That could be past yeah. life. I've had recurring mm-hmm. dreams where I always, for decades, I had this, a dream about the same house, where I showed people the house. Mm-hmm. I was always going back to this house. I had and I was on the outside same. looking at the house. And um, it was me, but it wasn't me. Like, mm-hmm. it was me in this lifetime and I could never quite understand that until one time it clicked that it was a past life and that and then I had somebody else tell me I think it was a reading or something that I'd had this past life in Ireland and that um, I'd I'd been taken from my home because my family lost their home and um, during the the potato potato famine And that um, this uncle took me in, and that I don't know what happened to my parents, but this uncle took me in, and I really d- I said that's that house I kept showing everybody. Wow. And it, once I realized mm-hmm. that, I never had that dream again. Oh it's yeah. Been a few years back that I put two and two together, and um, made sense of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. Because one of my friends, she will have dreams where she sees herself go through a mirror. Wow. And when she goes through, she'll be in different form. Oh, wow. And she just started really connecting that back to past life. Yeah. Like totally different form. But that makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. though, to go through a mirror. So right. it's you just where how you were different. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. I just have, I'll have dreams where I'll wake up and I'll, and I'll know. I'll wake up saying, that was past life. Yeah. And, and I don't know how I know that. Mm -hmm. well it's probably because you you know now it can happen so that lucid dreaming you're aware in that dream that that, that's you I've always done like even as a kid I did the lucid dreaming I was always able to go into my dreams because I would get scared 
and I would go into my dreams and be like, I'm going to turn this around. Mm-hmm. You know, no, that's, and I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to sucker punch this. And <laughs> boom, and I'd start fighting in my dreams. Yeah. But that's just, I thought everybody always did that. You know, Because I, it was common for you. Yeah. 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 It was weird. Yeah, it hasn't been until now that I really start to react in the dream. Like realize, oh, I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to react differently in this, this time, you know. Uh, like one of the ones I'm most familiar with is like you know how people say if you die in a dream you die or mm-hmm. something like that so there was this thing I was being chased and I had to I'm standing at this window and I'm like oh my god I have to jump out the window and I was like but you're dying in your what if I die in my dream right because somehow I knew I was dying so I'm like I'll be all right and I go and I jump and I just go boing boing and I start <laughs> bouncing down the street and I was like that's exactly how I would do it. That makes sense. <laughs> you know? But it was just, it was strange. It was just... Yeah. yeah, those dreams where you feel like you're dying. Like, I, I had one dream. Someone told me it's actually, it's, they referred to it as the God dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right after, I think I had my first or second Reiki attunement. I think my first one. And I had this dream that I was on the street where I grew up and I was in, we lived like in a street where there were twins on one side and rows on the other. And I was on our side, which was the twins looking across above the row houses in that little strip that comes between like twins, like a little path. Mm-hmm. And I was looking over and the storm was coming. It was like, oh my God, it was horrible. I could see the lightning, like everything was getting dark. And I stood there and I'm like, oh, it's coming. And I saw the lightning come at me and it hit me. And I could feel myself dying. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to die. Like, I'm having this conversation with God. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to die yet, God. And all of a sudden, I saw, and it's very hard to put into words, but I saw everything in the universe in equations. And, like, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a mathematician. But I understood how everything worked. I knew everything about the universe, everything about the world in that Yep, and it was there, and I went, okay, if this is how it feels to die, I'm okay, Uh, you can take me, and that's when I woke up. Wow. But it was the coolest thing, like, I had all knowledge at one, right after the lightning hit me, and I could see it, but it was so funny that it was, like, in equations, but I understood, though, Mm -hmm. like, I understood everything that was, like, all around me, and how it all worked and came together, and... That's really cool. Yeah, and someone said that that's called, like, the God dream. Wow. Yeah, that that happens. I guess that's something that can happen to every like, in one form or another, that dream. Um, it, it's probably that idea of oneness. Mm-hmm. Because you're one with the universe. Right. And you realize that you are God, God sense. is you. And yeah. That yeah. 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 That was a cool... Dreams are cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I died in my dream last night. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm going to Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I was hit by a car or something. I think mm-hmm. it, my, I never remember my dream so well. And I never know that I'm dreaming because it'll span a couple of days almost. And I, I just was dead and I was a ghost and I mm-hmm. kind of floated to the hospital. Just, I don't know. That's yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Because there, there's, um, I was telling them, I, I got the Gaia channel. Are you familiar? Yes. So everybody keeps telling me. Well, let me it, tell you something. Never leave, no, you'll never <laughs> you just don't. You're so, there's so much to watch. And there was one, they were talking about like past life regressions and then out of body experiences where people um, die and then come back. But they're dead for a little bit of time. So they float outside of their body and they were talking about all their different experiences they all had kind of similar ones where you know they were watching what was going on mm-hmm. and uh, one man actually floated around in the hospital because he was like in a coma like he wow. was they considered him I guess almost dead or they were just mm-hmm. keeping him alive he floated around and there was a he went to the pediatric ward and there were parents and there was a, a little girl who was an infant and she was screaming and screaming and screaming and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. Now, this is going back because this was recorded. So it's probably like the 60s, 70s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he said that she was crying. 
And I looked at her and he said, we could communicate. She was communicating to me in, in full on language, mm-hmm. you know, and she said to me, they don't know what's wrong with me. My hip is broken. Oh, they wow. can't figure it out. And he said it was amazing how he could communicate with all these babies, like mentally, because they were all just like talking to him. And he was like, well, wait, they're talking in like full on adult language. And so when he was, when he came back into his body and he was revived, he went down there and told them her hip is broken. And they were like, how, how did you know that? And they were like, I don't know how he could have known that because he was (laughs) technically dead, just being kept alive. And he went and told, and they were like shocked that he knew. That's so cool. Yeah. And he was like floating around outside of, you know, one guy left the hospital because he just wanted to like go home. (laughs) And he was like trying (laughs) to like go home. You know, I've been wanting to lose weight anyway. I'm just going to leave my body here. Yeah. He's like, no. I'm just going to go. I just, because he kept thinking of home and he kept getting closer and closer and seeing all these different places. Wow. No, I've never had an experience like that. I've never had a, a, what I would consider a near-death experience. Yeah. 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 Now, Paul, do you know Paul that's in Conrad's group? Mm-hmm. He, he had, uh, he had a heart transplant and he had died and he met God. Mm-hmm. And came back. And he said it changed the whole game for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's like, you know. Yeah. He's like, because he knew, he knew, now he knows what's there. And he's like, okay, I'm going to enjoy it here. And I'm not afraid of when I do go. And I'm good. I I, I recently met somebody by chance, overheard a conversation over the fence at my house. Memorial Day weekend, maybe. And here this person who was visiting my neighbors was talking, and I'm listening to her, and I said, all of a sudden I walked up to the back steps, and I said, are you talking about a near-death experience? <laughs> and my neighbor like throws his hands up in the air like, I give up. <laughs> so here, I didn't get, she was a little hesitant to share, and it was not a good experience. She was frightened by it. And it was, I believe, because I believe she either committed suicide or she overdosed. And she had a very frightening, Mm -hmm. and she said, you are, um, she was shown things, Mm -hmm. and she knew that um, I didn't ask really any questions. I kind of just let, I I kind of kept it limited because she seemed to be not really comfortable Mm -hmm. with it. Um, But she knew that she had to come back and she was shown like you know all of the all of different things that she said she knew what she was here for and, mm-hmm. and she hadn't done that wow and then she, yeah but she was definitely had some fear in the whole kind of like I came back here because I wasn't staying there she said she came into some um, dense energy mm-hmm. or dark energy and I was kind of surprised because I said it could have been around though I just feel like it is their own. It's her own. I think it is, too. I think it's her shadow, and it's Mm -hmm. her judging herself. Right. I think, yeah. And she probably was raised that judgment, 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 so she carried that in. Yes. And it's sad. And what what they were doing was explaining, and she saw it as judgment. And I felt, I kind of felt, I felt like I was supposed to kind of help her not see it in in quite that way, but I didn't really have the opportunity to say it a lot. But um, I said, well, and I kind of, and I'm like, oh, I, I've know, I know some people, and I mentioned a group that I said, you know, there are like support groups for people that have had near death experiences where they talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it was like she didn't want to talk. She was just like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back here, and yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah, and maybe she just. Maybe they just scared her a little bit on purpose to keep her, make her come back. Come back. She right. wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. So distinct. I said, well, you weren't meant to be there, and yeah. that's why. Yeah. Um, I said, that's why you didn't see the light, and you didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. To. Um, it, it was, and she's the first person I've met who had that description. Wow. Yeah. Personally. I've heard, I've heard some other um, people, like on television. Yeah. There's a, there's right. a couple of guys who do some... 
uh, paranormal, like ghost uh, investigating, but both of them had near-death experiences, and one was not pleasant. He did not like what he saw, but it can be, I think, what you carry into it with you. And I think yeah, there's a hard, it's hard for me to believe in the whole idea of good and bad, mm-hmm. and you know, right and wrong, because mm-hmm. there's so much judgment in that, and I feel like the the final output of everything, there's no judgment. It just is. Mm-hmm. And it's whatever takes your soul to be where it's at. Right, and that's, I was, one of the the, the shows I've been watching on Gaia, this, I keep watching it over because there's so much information, and it. it's a group of channelers, and they ask them similar, they were asking them, like, I guess, similar questions. You don't hear the questions, but you hear the responses. Um, and they were saying, like, that, you know, there is no sin you know we're here it's like we all have roles to play where it's just a big like game almost and we come in we play the roles whether it be we do the bad things we do the good things and they said when you get to the point where you're working in the light a lot what you have to realize is that you've already conquered the dark and you've done a lot of the dark stuff but embrace that that you've passed that and you embraced it now you're into working in the light and that there's nothing to like when you cross over they said it's like no matter what role you played good or bad when you pass over it's not oh the judgment it's mm-hmm. hey great job good job on that you know you you played that role well in that lifetime mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, what I, you were supposed to do i had said this before at comrades like you know not to go into total biblical stuff but what if judas knew exactly that was his job mm-hmm. right and that mm-hmm. things he had he had to do that you know what if he was just brave well there's the, this book i have to give you a copy of it um it's the book of azriel who is the angel of death and actually is one of my like guardians like i have this connection and i think it's because i i remember planning my life before coming in so mm-hmm. i think he was with me then because he's really he's not you know, they call him the angel of death, but he's like the transition. Comes in with you, goes out with you, that kind of thing. So He's like the concierge. Yeah, he's like there to help you go in and out. So he, these books that are channeled, that are him, someone's channeling him or her, whoever, like this entity. It's so cool. He talks about that and how um, Judas, Jesus and Judas Judas had to kill someone in this life for karmic reasons, in that lifetime. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, okay, well, let it be me, because that'll wash, I gotta go out, (laughs) and it'll wash his karmic debt, and he'll be done. I can help him, and he'll do what he has to do, so I can do what I have to do. And that that was all part of... Of why they were here. It wasn't that he was evil or, you know, that's what he was here to do. He did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how it went. It's so it's It's such a different... When you start looking at it this way, the world changes. Oh, and you, sure. and you break it out of... <laughs> yeah, you don't look judge at the, yeah. picture. Yeah. And it's very... Sometimes it's very hard to back up and see a bigger picture mm-hmm. and to back up and to see a bigger picture and... Mm-hmm. To, back up and see even more to that. Right, because you know? yeah. our emotions and our ego, yeah. our humanness. Yeah. <laughs> but me, me, me. Right. <laughs> well, I, I, I was listening to a little of Abraham Hicks, mm. and that's what they were recommending, that when something's going on, like if you're not quite sure about it or it's it's like upsetting your, you know, your, your flow, mm-hmm. Talk about it in the way it is, then make it more general, more general, like that, mm-hmm. like back so it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then flip it to the positive, mm-hmm. and then that'll change the flow back. I was just talking to somebody about that today because I was like, I'm not broke, okay? I am on a financial upswing mm-hmm. because you can't get this any further. <laughs> you exactly. Gotta go up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, you gotta start shifting things around and that's what they were saying like that you step into the vortex yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. but we were we were doing that full on with the vortex thing it was like we'd go places and 
in the embodying, I'd be like, okay, we're going to step into the vortex and we're going to do this one, two, three thing. Like, okay, there we go. Like, because they were like half laughing at me because I'm like, forget it. I'm getting into the vortex. Leave me alone. <laughs> because you d- you don't realize how how quickly you lose your vibration. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're at a higher vibration, and then somebody around you is negative or something happens, well, you well, just go. And very fa- very quickly. I told you, mm-hmm. people come back into my life and I go, okay, clearly you're lowered your vibration if you show it up again. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. can almost, like, I know, like, when I'm tired and I'm stressed and my vibration's not as high as it usually mm-hmm. is because these other people will come in mm-hmm. and, you know, the phone will ring or something right. will happen. Well, yeah. we, we, we do live in a world that's not conditioned to be in high vibrations. Be right. in fear, mm-hmm. right. be aware. Be this, be prepared, be that. Do you know what right. I mean? And if you're not, yeah, be on guard. Up on the vibration. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning feeling like I was like in a downward spiral and mm-hmm. sick to my stomach. And like, yeah. nausea is killing what me. What is yeah. going on? I spent the whole day. Yeah. Well, that, like, this the, whole week. They said, um, I was re- listening to another channeler, uh, the channel's Cryon, and he just said that yeah, this summer. Is going is just so yeah. It's just so open to anyone who's open to channeling or opening open to just moving higher. You're going to do it. And he said, but some of you are going to go. My God, it feels like I'm near death. Yes, <laughs> but. I it's actually the you, movement I get, up. I get on the phone and I text and I go, okay, I changed my mind. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not yeah. the way it works. But I do remember in 2012 agreeing and saying, and signing mm-hmm. up for this. I yeah. know. I did. In yeah. December of 2012. Yeah. 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 So, what was I thinking when I said I wanted to understand stuff? <laughs> right. I want to be yeah. a better person. I want to grow. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> o- I'm open and I'm willing. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Now I'm just so. We've had this uh, new moon, super moon, Gemini, and there's between now and August, there's three, all three new moons are super moons, which just means that they're closer to Earth's gravitation, Mm -hmm. so it messes with you anyway. But this new moon in Gemini, they're like, you might see a loud Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Oh, things. yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, within a span of 10 minutes, I have been through that. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, la, 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 la. Yeah. Oh, I'm all into, oh, I'm so open. I'm so high. Like, I'm such a high vibration now. And yeah. then somebody will tick me off, and I'm like, back down again. I'm like, what happened? I was doing so good yeah. 10 minutes ago. And now I'm back so down to like being nasty. I'm like, I don't want to do oh, that. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. Yeah. And, and there's eclipses coming too, I think. It's yeah, eclipse there's... season starting. You know, we all know what happened last summer's eclipse. Oh boy. <laughs> I haven't recovered yet. August's <laughs> <laughs> eclipse. Uh, it was just a, a very energetically, energetically it was Well it lasted for like shift. what, three, four months after the eclipse. I don't think I've really mm-hmm. been the same since the yeah. yeah. No. I don't. Yeah. yeah. It sent me for a very interesting mm-hmm. emotional place. Like, okay. Being yeah. extremely sensitive to energy when I have mm-hmm. not been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh yeah. So that's what that's where all the nausea comes from because I can't go anywhere without feeling sick in my stomach now. And and it's strange mm-hmm. stuff too. Yeah. We were we were at the casino. We were on vacation. We my husband and I were at the casino, and I go there now, and I'm like, I've been, oh, yes, I feel like yes. I'm going to throw up the whole I'm time. I'm trouble because I'm just so much going years, on. But now it's yeah. Impossible. Yeah. There's just I don't I guess it's just the amount of energy in there and the residual energy in there and the it's craziness. It's just it's rough. I even noticed that I changed my, my the list the music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That there's certain things that I have listened to for years that I'm mm-hmm. no I think what, like I've got like meditation music playing in my backyard garden. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been <laughs> listening to like I don't know like classical and jazz stuff. Yeah. Which I'm just jazz. like, that's not exactly. No, it's, it's jazz and, and, and um, meditation music yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, st- I listen to like, to, yeah, to still bold. like some of the, what, I guess maybe pop, but not new pop, but things that lift me up though. Mm-hmm. If it's something that doesn't, I can't, I'm the same way. I don't want to hear, I just don't want to listen to well, it. Well, I think there's certain kinds of music now because it doesn't match our vibration anymore. Right. Yeah, our vibration has changed. Well, they when they were talking about the moving into the the uh, the fifth yeah. dimension, they were saying that 
the music, you can tell like the vibration of the music, just like that. Like you, it makes you feel good. And they brought up in this book I was reading about Pharrell Williams how when he did the song Happy, that vibration is so high. That's why everyone connected so crazily. Like everybody loved that song. It all over the world. Everybody was singing it. People mm-hmm. made them feel good, and they said that he is here to raise vibration oh, yeah. as well, yeah. big I've time. I've heard him mm-hmm. on Oprah. Yeah, on that soul, that super, super, super soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I thought without a doubt that's what yeah. he's here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the only thing with the vibration thing, it's, it's it's hard to navigate the vibration thing without. Higher vibrations better, lower vibrations worse. Then we start getting into the judgment. And, all yeah, and it's not. It's, it's not just what you're just more attuned to. Yeah. yeah because you were different. at that state. Now you, you've just opened. It doesn't mean they're not going to open. Yeah. It right. just means you're just doing it now. It's like you have yeah. to go from, you, have to, you can't just jump. Right. Higher doesn't mean. The tenth floor. You right. You're better than. It just means that you're just more open to that level. I even started to say to, to people. Um, no, I don't want to do that. And they're like, why? And I said, because energetically we're not a good match. Like, because yeah. I realized that's what it's mm-hmm. about. Like, people disappeared from my life that I don't even talk mm-hmm. to anymore. And other people came in, and, and then other mm-hmm. people come in and go out again, and, and they'll want to, you know, and they're like, well, we don't do anything. I'm like, no, like, energetically we just don't match up right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's weird yeah. because. And it doesn't even, mean you won't. Like, I know my, yeah. my vibration is not always the same. Yeah, but there are people that I just have a hard time being around. Like, I love them. I think they're great. I but I can't hang out with them because it's not the stuff I want to do or want to hear. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to pull myself out of some of that. So, I, like, yeah. I, I just totally you, back I away. I feel like I spend so much time alone. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like I have to. Like, yeah. even if I'm doing a, a readings and stuff, like, I, there'll be some days I'll do just one reading and I'll be like, okay, I'm clocking out for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I cannot. Ha- I don't have anything else to give anybody else. Right. You know, and that depend. And I have to recharge. Yeah. And then there'll be days like I'll do eight readings, and I'll be singing, coming home, skipping, dancing, mm-hmm. ready to do anything. It changes. It's weird, and I think that's. I think that's more me than it is anybody that I'm reading. I don't reading. know. I also think it has to do with just the way the planetary energy. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Some days. We're being slammed by the sun. Again, back up, mm-hmm. it's a bigger factor. Back up a little mm-hmm. bit more, it's a bigger world. And there's so many different things. Right. You know, and... And and, 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 know. and we don't even realize how everyone else's thinking is affecting us, because it is. Like, on a global scale, when oh, you yeah. have places that are in total unrest, mm-hmm. you are getting that. Of course. You yes. don't realize, like, you might not realize it, but you're like, oh, I don't feel right, or it just feels off, and... Yeah. There's, there's, and the earthquakes in a, in a and the volcanoes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, and just the whole political thing. Like this morning, that's what I think it is. It's because the news was just lighting mm-hmm. up about all the controversy. Yeah. And I woke up just feeling sick. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel good, but I don't have regular TVs because I don't watch the news. Well, I, so I, I don't. I don't. I put it on for the news and the, uh, for the mm-hmm. weather in the morning. <laughs> yeah. They, the, it helps. The whole <laughs> volcano in Hawaii. Yeah. They were. I. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking how the islands in the volcano are all related to chakras. They each are related to certain ones. This one that blew was the root chakra. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Doesn't it? And when they were saying that, That I was like, well, that makes sense because we're all so right now... Purging. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And some of us don't feel at ease or feel safe or whatever it is. But when they said it was the root chakra, I was like, that really made sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's like would the volcano calm down if, if everybody <laughs> just like send some healing energy mm-hmm. to your root chakra? You know? Well, do you, I can't remember the name of the movie because it's so long ago. But it was Ben Affleck, the one where they were in space. The asteroid was coming towards the Earth. He was know. an astronaut. Bruce Willis, I think, was in it. It was that Independence Day. Or something? No, it was before that, and it was. Um, there was an asteroid. It was going to come to the Earth. It was going to hit the Earth and wipe everyone out. And they were trying to figure it out, what to do. But in that movie, if I remember correctly, they had everybody in the world focus on moving it, and that was 
that movie had to have been twenty mm-hmm. some years ago. Wow. And it shifted it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for people that have been in this for a long time, it all started in what eighty seven was the harmonic convergence when you know, everything mm-hmm. first started in that trend and the channel started. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this has all been around for a long time. It yeah. was not recognized and people didn't connect the dots. So things were out there, but people didn't make sense of them. Now we look back, like, I, well, half the stuff I've read is came out like in the late 80s and early 90s. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, this book is so old. But, but it's so relevant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. It just it took us a long time. To that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's like, look back at your life where you were at in 87 and 89. You were like, I'm not coming yet. Ah, give me a few more days. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out here by the star and sunbathe a little while. I'll be there eventually. <laughs> but yeah. Now, the only other thing that that makes me think about is how they're saying kids are being born differently mm-hmm. and more aware, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, and then they're like, oh, it's a generational thing. And it's like, yeah, it's a generational thing because kids are being born differently. And right. they're being born now. Yeah. That's why it's a Yeah, being born thing. with their DNA already changed. Yeah. They're saying, whereas ours more activated. What do you mean? Their, their DNA is different and they're, they're not forgetting what they're, they know. Right, and they're not allowing yeah. it to be forgotten. Yes. It's yeah. almost as if you're coming in and more of your DNA is activated. You know how they say, well, you only use 10% of your brain or something yeah. like that. And, you know, it's the kind of thing where you're already, for maybe older generations that had to really work really hard to kind of be like, hey, maybe that's real. You guys born, you're just like, yeah, it's real. Yeah. You know you're remembering you're like, where, where you come from. Accept- yeah. More of a, an acceptance and a knowingness right. mm-hmm. that, oh, we can do this. Mm-hmm. We just, like, we, we yeah. come from a place of, well, we forgot. Which makes, or, which makes sense because the kids, even my kids who were born 89, 90, mm-hmm. came in, they come in knowing even techno- technology. Like, yeah. it's, it's like it's ingrained in them before they even get to it. So they're also yeah. aware of what's there. That is a really funny thing mm-hmm. about how hand, mankind has taken up technology. Because so many things, like, I'd say even how we interact with dogs, how we interact with mm-hmm. tools, mm-hmm. it's been bred into us. Mm-hmm. Like, over, you know, ever since mankind has been around. But technology, this is something new. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is interesting. Right. Just yeah. completely yeah. fresh out, you know. They're, they're just aware they just of it. They go and they're like, yeah, here's mm-hmm. your thing. Here, Mom, let me do this for you on your phone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, and like for us, it's, you kids. know, we need to take five classes and still wouldn't be able to catch yeah. on. <laughs> and they're like, no, you just hit that, do that, and you're good. There's also, I think, an awareness of of emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't like doing that, so I'm not going to. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, we look at it as, you know, we always did things just because somebody else told us to do it. Right, <laughs> well, we were afraid yeah. not to. Yeah, these yeah. kids are like, why would I do that? Right, but there's also exactly. Why do that? Yeah, I'm not there's a do different it. level of parents that are allowing. Mm-hmm. Do you know there? You know that more and more parents are coming from a place where they were stifled, and they knew where they were stifled, and therefore they they right. they know that's where they don't want to stifle their children. Right. I had my kids young, so mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, did I stifle you there? I'm so far. <laughs> yeah, but you're still were open. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like yeah. you know, my my kids. It wasn't unusual for me to say, like, you know, like when my one son, with the younger one, would say, like, oh, I hear voices at night. I wasn't like you're imagining. It. I'm like, right. oh, you probably do. When my daughter started yeah. saying stuff, I just went, yeah, you're so lucky. Yeah, <laughs> right. I said, you know, you are, and I said, just don't be afraid of it. And if it bothers you, tell them to stop talking to you t- that's, that night. Yeah, that's, that's you know, I'm like yeah. don't, you know, you're not crazy. You you probably are hearing things. People are trying to talk to you. Yeah. And I think that makes such a huge difference in them. They're not scared of it and yeah. afraid. Yeah. yeah, I was telling uh, Linda that we were watching, um, I, I know you saw it too, uh, Sherlock Gnomes with my grandsons this weekend. I posted the picture on Facebook. And at first it came on, 
and it was just the beginning. And my grandson, who's three, turned to me and goes, Grandma, gnomes are real. I said, I know I've met them. <laughs> and he's like, yep. <laughs> and he just watched it like it wasn't a, even a question. Like, but he wanted to let me know. He knew yeah. they're real. Yeah. I had, um, there was um, a girl in my neighborhood. She lives a couple doors down. And she, when she was like five, I'd say. She's now... Well, she'll be a freshman in high school next year, so. Um, but she would kept coming over to the house, and she loved the backyard. And she always would ask to walk through the alley, and we'd be like, "What are you? No, you can't walk through the alley." <laughs> she said, "That's where the angels are. Oh, mm-hmm. I can see the angels." And I was like, "Okay." And she comes from a very like everybody in the family either has dreams or sees things or hears the things, but um, it was really neat. So I'm like. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, they're all in your yard. But, like, I don't know where she's at now. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, you know, yeah. they get shut down. Yeah. Well, Hopefully not, not if her family's open. open but I, I guess a big wake-up call for me was when I described to my dad the spirit that was living in his mother's house. And he told me he dreamt of the exact same person. That's oh, wow. And, like, that we knew exactly where he was in the house, where he liked to hang out. And what he was like, it was a very dark, dark entity, mm-hmm. which was scary for both of us. But he targeted both of us, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. And it really was like, that kind of made me wake up and it's like, maybe this is something I should be exploring about myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And maybe he wasn't necessarily targeting you. It was more that he knew you two could see him. So yeah. he was trying he to was get through. messing with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's cool when you can confirm it with someone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of validation that I needed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I thought that was neat. That is neat. Yeah, there's yeah. something about validation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's when you're thinking or feeling something, and somebody else is like, "Yes," you're just like, "All right," mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, especially yeah. I'm a science person. I'm. I am very I'm very much in like STEM I'm an engineering major you know I'm I so this is kind of a different side of me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it actually goes hand in hand like people yeah. always think it's opposite and it's so not no it's, it's just so they, connects they, there's it's they just have to find mm-hmm. other you know connections between science and spiritual work science is eventually I believe going to prove all of this stuff. right well so. they were saying that they they have some stuff now um, there's a doctor who, or a scientist who just put a book out called There Is Real Magic, I think it's called. It's mm-hmm. just out. Mm-hmm. And he talks about all these different testing and, and things that have proven different abilities or different things that we, we, we know, but, you know, out there we think it's, you know, hoo-hoo, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, he said, no, it's now coming to be seen mm-hmm. that this is true. Uh, that was a that's a new book out, and then I I heard another woman. She put, it's called Born Aware, mm. and it's people who are born already knowing. Like for me, I was thrilled because like I knew coming in that I where I came like what I planned, but she said she remembers when she was born. She remembers her soul entering at birth, and her being born and going, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I do not want to be back here. But she knew why she had to come back. There was a reason, and she's like, I have to do it, but I really didn't want to come down because she's like, you, once you come in, you're aware how dense it is here, and you're coming from such a light place mm-hmm. that when you come in, you're just like, oh. that's, why, that's why they all cry coming in. Yeah. That's why babies are all screaming. Yeah. They're like, no. <laughs> not again! Oh, why did I say yes? I didn't sign up for this. Well, and it's just like us. If we're like we we find that high place, and then somebody something happens mm-hmm. that brings us down, it's like the density just slams you. It does. It's like, oh my god! It's like landing with a butt. You're you're immediately aware of it. And then I always get mad at myself because I'm like, how could I do this? Like, I'm I, trying to do so much better. How can I keep yeah. getting sucked down yeah. into this? Yeah, I just don't know that. that. Yeah. That, um, I, I wrote that down in my gratitude journal the other day. I really need to, like, 
really need to have a specific spiritual practice and, and that, that includes energy. Mm-hmm. I need to do that during the next couple of months because I know this is not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been doing um, the same thing. Yeah. And I don't. I feel like I'm in, I, I, I just am constantly in survival mode mm-hmm. right now trying to cope with this energy. You and I have talked about it mm-hmm. numerous times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm still trying to get caught up. And then when I get caught up, I get. Yeah. I get slammed again. And I'm new to this game. Like, yeah. I'm like, well, and so I work with, I work with people all day long. People come in, they're never happy because I work in a permitting department. No one's ever happy when they come in to see us. Like, they're mad at us from the beginning. <laughs> they call, they're mad. They come in, they're mad. Okay. The people, um, some of the people I work with, they're just been there a long time. They're not happy. You know, there's just a lot of heavy mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was away for a week. And I came back and I was like, okay, let's just try and look at this a little differently so, you know, you don't get too sucked into it. And today I was just trying to just actually block out some of the conversations. So I just, I was worried because I, I could just feel it pulling me in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't and do I, this. I've done a lot of different things to help myself with energy. There's certain, you know, prayers that I work with. There's crystals that I work with. I remember when I first got into crystals, they helped so much, Mm -hmm. you know, and then taking a salt bath helped so much, Mm -hmm. and now it's like all of that stuff is still helping, but I need to kick it up You need more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I need to kind of figure out different energetic things that I can do to help me kind Mm -hmm. of bubble up a little bit and not be as affected yeah. by so much stuff. Because I have like my crystals at my desk and I've actually given some out to different people at work so to kind of let it. them like get their energy areas mm-hmm. cleared up and uh, it's so funny how you don't realize who picks up what you're talking about because there's well, our IT guy who's, I guess he's like late 40s, he's totally not into any of this, like at least you know, he does his thing but I always have my crystals on my desk and like certain people I've given them to, they have them on theirs to keep their energy clear. One day he was having a rough day. He comes flying from the other side of the building. He's like, I need a crystal. I, need a crystal. <laughs> I love it. And oh, I was like, God, that's great. okay, that's <laughs> which one do you want? You can have it. And it was so cute. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool. Work, that's pretty He's like, I need it. Can I have one? I'm like, yes, <laughs> take one and go. <laughs> Because they pull all the energy oh, for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been using like as a healing thing, and it's that great big Lemurian um, seed crystal that I right. have. And I'm like, I started asking if it was clear or not, and it's not. Like I have to keep clearing it. Yeah, because it's taking on all this stuff. Right. Yeah. And can you imagine if we didn't have them around? What would be bombarding us? Because they're actually clearing uh, yeah. as we go. I don't know much about anything about crystals. Mm-hmm. How, in like, I guess layman's terms, how do they work? Well, they all have their own energy, yeah. and, and some yeah. are sometimes specific to like, like, like the rose quartz. Yeah, right. I have yeah. Ones, like, yeah, me too. Rock. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> I have my. Selenite is the best. You can clear with that too. That oh. should clear right. your crystals right. too. This is the pendulum, and even though it's broken, it still works. Now, it still works. the selenite is, I have a really cool story. I gave my cousin's little boy, I guess he's pro- it was probably about maybe six, seven when I gave it to him. I gave him a piece of selenite, and I told him to keep it and to meditate with it. I didn't tell them what it does or who it attaches to or how it works. Right, I gave some to my, I gave crystals and to my. He said to his mom, "He's like, oh, the angels live in here. I can see them." And I was like, and she was telling me, and I said, "Well, you do know that's how you connect with the angels through selenite." And she was like, "What?" I said, "He sees them." I said, "He's so open." Yeah, I think I'm gonna get some to um, send back. Um, when the girls were here the last time at Christmas time, I took them out to. Uh, we called Earth, Wind, Fire mm-hmm. out there nice. and let them pick what they wanted. Yeah. And they were like so excited. That, there's so yeah. much there so to look at. 
but now we're <laughs> that's going to be like that every trip we're going to do that. Yeah. But I was thinking selenite because I thought it's just so like kind of warm and yummy and it's mm-hmm. not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'll just like they'll 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 like that. They'll yeah. think it's cool. But um, I I have felt much much better since I've been using this, mm-hmm. and um, I need to get I think a selenite lamp. Mm. Probably would be my my best bet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love selenite. Yeah. I have. For some reason, I was told to take the amethyst today. This is obsidian. I love obsidian. Yeah, and yeah. I love the raw obsidian. For some reason, I mm. always love the raw obsidian. And then I have the Herkimer. Herkimer diamond. Now, I was told mm. the kyanite helps with the energy mm-hmm. being coming in. Right. And for us to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and kyanite's supposed to clear itself. <coughs> So that's like the go-to thing too. I never, I never leave them without kind of, um, and I never leave. With, I very seldom leave without my pendulum, but I do discover that it gets lost. That needs to be. Mm. Well, no, maybe it needs my, to be cleared when it gets it lost. It disappears. I think that the little spirits in my house are playing with it. Mm-hmm. They're hiding things, and I said, "Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't find things all the time, and it happens a lot." Remember so, that I left this at your house. I lost this at your house. You lost that at my house. You're like, did you leave a, a stone here? Oh, like, yeah, and that's not like a little. <laughs> yeah, stone. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like the like, like, library thing, yeah. like that. I finally found out it was Lemurian seed crystal. That was another whole exciting story too, because I did yeah. not know that that's. We were all guessing and trying to figure that out, and mm-hmm. yeah, then I, I got an email mm-hmm. and it. Um, from a site that I totally ignore all the time, and I just comes to my email. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Something made me click on it, and I'm like, "That's there my it is. crystal. Mm-hmm. That's my crystal." The thing, what is it that they say about crystals? Crystals are just uh, water, mm-hmm. but they're just vibrating at such a place mm-hmm. that they well, seem solid. Turn, these will just dissolve if they get wet. Oh yeah. So yeah, selenite, yeah, selenite, you can't get that wet at all. I mm-hmm. found that out the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't soak that in salt water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm always yeah. afraid I'm going to leave it in my pockets and my jeans because that's where they are. But, um, yeah, yeah, the pendulums are kind of cool because you can play with the, you can, it'll, mine, and I just taught my, I don't, everybody says no, they don't really, that's not how they work for them. And, I just started to understand what mine was saying. Right. But it, I think it works for every person on it's their own different. thing. Yeah, yes. I think it's different for mm-hmm. every yes. But I even bought them for my little granddaughters at Christmas time and I'm like, see if you just if you just go like this, you'll get the energy. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it go around and around like and the bigger yeah. the crystal or the bigger the energy. Now mine the more yeah. this will swing like this. Yeah. Yes. It does it over the body centers too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting, and I think that could be an easy tie between some of this and science. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really, that could be a yeah. channel to really being able to uncover some stuff because my I didn't know that until my mother started getting the healing touch and she was healing people, and the, I could see she was not moving the pendulum at all, and mm-hmm. it would just start swinging on its mm-hmm. own, which kind of almost suggested there's some sort of energy that we can't quite quantify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, today, when I woke up feeling so yucky, and I was like, okay. And I didn't sleep well, and I kept waking up, and I had shoulder pain, and I was just like, I'm like, am I just, is this my stuff, or is this somebody else's? Mm-hmm. And it was, I, I was, yeah, it's somebody else's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not your energy, it's somebody else's energy. Mm-hmm. And then I said, so can I just clear it, and I tried to release it, and I asked the pendulum, did the energy clear it, and it said no. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh, and I said, um... And then all of a sudden it popped into my head and I said, can you clear it for me? And it said yes, and it started moving mm-hmm. like it was clearing. That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, that got me thinking. So, does that mean I can use this to clear somebody else's energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have a pendulum that's metal. It's, um, I forget, maybe brass. Mm-hmm. That's for healing, but it does that. You put it over the person right and all but of a sudden it just goes like crazy but i never thought about doing it to myself oh sure this one you can do to yourself yeah. too and you can do it on your hand 
to clear okay. yourself too. Okay. Like if you if I you never can't... thought about that. Mm-hmm. I had it clearing the crystals. I had it doing all kinds of things, but I didn't think about the fact that I could be clearing that energy mm-hmm. away from me that I pick yeah. up so often. What stone is your pendulum? This is some kind of jasper, which I is definitely my grounding yeah, um, thing. I forget what kind. Well, let me see. And I need to find out because it, I need to get another one. But um, I thought maybe it was leopard skin, I but I don't like think. It, I don't think it's leopard skin. Cause no, because that's got that's more spots. circles. Yeah, um, it's been dropped a couple times, as you can see. I'll have to look. Because that almost looks so like petrified job. wood. Yeah. 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 I definitely prefer that one to the other one. Though. Yeah. You need to look up Jasper that looks like petrified wood and see if you get like pictures and stuff. And when I go home, I'll look in my crystal book because it has all the Jaspers and they have pretty good pictures. Mm-hmm. I love that there's so many different kinds mm-hmm. of Jasper. Oh, and they're so cool looking. Mm-hmm. I have the Picasso one on a chain. Mm-hmm. I have and I like wearing that one. Ja- red Jasper, that one that mm-hmm. Amy picked up for me. I, it's in my car. Mm-hmm. It stays in my car. Yeah. My seat behind me. Because mm-hmm. it's just smart because grounding. I was just after I backed out of the driveway right into somebody's car. That was <laughs> oh God! Like a brand new customer, first day I was there. Oh my gosh! Was well, you know, like okay, one way to break the mold. Yeah. Jasper's going in the car yeah. from now on. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's been. <laughs> People say, yeah. why do you have that brick in your front seat? <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. Look at that brick alone. <laughs> it's a good brick. <laughs> like things we do. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the best, do, do you work with any crystals, Allison? Do you ever carry any? Um, I have a rock collection from like way back when, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know much about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you were probably feeling it, off the yeah. energy from the rocks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that probably is what attracted you in the beginning. Also, yeah. you know, aesthetics and mm-hmm. how different yeah. rocks can be. And mm-hmm. uh, my cool. family yeah. also does some, like, paleontology kind of stuff. So we have obsidian and we've got all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, sometimes it's just go and feel around, like go to a store that has it all, and yeah, one of the first see what attracts you. Was the kyanite, and that was the first one I was really, mm-hmm. really drawn to, and I didn't know what it was. I was yeah. just like, oh, I like you. You want? Yeah. You want to come home? Okay. The okay. first one I ever felt was lapis. I put it in my hand, and I could feel it. I could feel the energy of it, and I was like, wow. That's what my other one is. Mm-hmm. And I was happy with that until I, I got this one, and I realized the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, it works better with your energy. Mm-hmm. I know very little about crystals, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah. you just kind of start. You start with the one or two, and then all of a sudden you're down the okay, rabbit okay. hole. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not hoarding if it's crystals. Exactly. <laughs> you have them everywhere. I have a big shungite um, crystal ball, like for wow. my healing room that wow. I got. Yeah, it's pretty neat. What does that look like? It's just. It's black, solid, but shungite is um, very healing. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually, I think in Russia, they put it in water, and they make like a healing water to help people to heal. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It is interesting how the crystals, I mean, through the ages have been used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. shut that all down. Yeah. Um, that's some of those dreams I had. A lot of times, it's where there's crystals and mm-hmm. grids of crystals, and I'm yeah. doing things with crystals. Yeah. In the dream, I'm going, wait till I get the ball, then I think of it. And then I remember, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what was the stones and the stones? Yeah, you kind of wish you could record the dream. Could I tape it? <laughs> so I can rewatch yeah, it later, you know? Yeah. No. One of the most frustrating things. And then you, or you wake up and you think concentration. You can start doing that. You can start remembering. Like Carolyn always says, to keep your journal. But like I'll wake up, it'll be so clear, and I'm like, I'll remember it. I'm going back to sleep, and then no. No, you never remember. Yeah. Yeah. Although I've noticed that um, I don't. My dreams are different now. My dreams in in years back, I would have dreams. I have them in the middle of the night, and I woke mm. up. 
I don't dream that anymore. I, I, the dreams that I'm remembering are right when I'm waking up, right before I wake up. Mm -hmm. And they have the dreams that have a message. That's changed. Mm -hmm. And that, that did not start out being that way. That's different. Well, I think your psyche's talking to you differently because right. you, you're different. Yes. You mm -hmm. know, as we grow, as we evolve, as we learn more about ourselves, you know, we and as we heal from different things, right. I think all that changes. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you think about it, like that, that middle of the night sleep is that, that REM sleep. That It's kind of that safe place, maybe that sound place. Maybe that's the only place I was allowing it. Maybe. Whereas now I'm more accepting, and so I'm getting right. right when I wake up. Mm -hmm. um, and lots of things I do. I've even had some dreams that, like in the middle of the day when I've taken a nap. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. wake up like, what is that? Or some of them are meditating, and I never quite know how to discern between that. I don't know how much I bet it matters. I, get, yeah. I know I get crazy dreams when I take Benadryl. Oh yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, any kind of. Um, I take Benadryl and I wake up and I was like, "What happens?" I, I, I have like, I have like a dream about somebody. I'll be like, "Oh, we did not get along last night. We were arguing." <laughs> you know, yeah. different things like that. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you everyone for joining me here. This is great. Thank yep. you. Thank and I suggest that everyone listening take some time to check out the classes and events at Parastudy. Uh, you can check out the calendar at www.parastudy.org. And uh, until we join together again, remember to be the light. <laughs>